mom. Hey, Mag. So, I I have leveled up as a human being this week. Okay. <laughs> leveled up, like moved up in the world or? Like leveled up in that I have so much hit points. I have so many new abilities and powers. I have leveled up. Okay. <laughs> like video game leveled up. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I built... And listeners, I'm going to preface what I'm saying with this is not gross because I'm not talking about using it. I'm just talking about building it. I built a composting toilet. Really? Like just from scratch or? So I bought, I bought like the shell of a portable toilet and then converted it to a composting toilet. Oh my gosh. Did you like YouTube it? No. Like put it on YouTube? No. Did you YouTube it? Like did you YouTube like research it? I have, I did do a bit of research. Like how did you know that you you could even do that? Well, I initially bought a composting toilet, but it was too big for my van. Oh, so this is out of necessity. Yeah, it was too big. And then the one I wanted, the smaller version, right on their website, they say Canada Post is so bad that they don't recommend people buy it. They recommend that people from Canada drive to the States and pick it up. And they have me just right there on the website. I'll link it in the description so you guys can see. It's hilarious. Oh, well, I'm not going to lie. That is my experience, too. But (laughs) so so I wanted something small, a little more compact. So then because before I bought the composting toilet, I was looking at homemade composting toilets, but they were quite big. Okay, And they were more for like, like, this is how you make a composting toilet. So turn your outhouse into a composting toilet, basically. Oh, okay. So then I bought this shell and I've converted this little tiny shell into a composting toilet and I'm pretty pleased with myself. (laughs) Well, you are pretty amazing with stuff like that. (laughs) It's like changing batteries on your your computer and stuff like that, like stuff I wouldn't even try. Well, honestly, changing the battery on the laptop was pretty easy. It was about 14 screws. What was difficult is when I changed the battery on my phone. Oh, okay, yeah. But either way, you did both of those on your own. You just researched and did it. So then you researched and you did a composting toilet. Now, have you tried it yet? Mom, I can't sing because then I'll have to put money in the gross jar for talking about my body. Oh. (laughs) That's right, listeners. I mean, I was just wondering if you've used it yet, not what you did on it. Okay, I'm going to have to... Okay, I'm probably going to have to put money in the jar for that one. Yeah, Mom. (laughs) I will say it has been christened, yes. Okay. So, yeah, I'm pretty pretty pleased with my situation. I just feel, like, (laughs) empowered. It's like when I cut my own hair during um, COVID times. It's just an empowering experience. Is it the most elegant composting toilet? No. But it's functional, and I did it my own self. Right, right. But, I mean, that's the difference between you and me is that you're okay with that. You're – I'm not. I'm not even okay with camping. And I, you with, like that kind of stuff. Like you – even with with being asthmatic, <laughs> you don't mind being out in the – In the old wilderness. Yeah. I do not like camping at all. So when the kids were little – of course, you want to give your kids the experience of camping, right? And it's too bad I couldn't just give them the experience of camping and not actually camp with them. <laughs> but we had decided one year to take the kids camping. 
we had decided, okay, they, they needed the experience. And I remember even saying to my husband at the time, I was not at the time, he's the same husband, but <laughs> during that time, <laughs> I realized how that came out. But anyway, I'm telling dad. On, <laughs> I, I said, fine, we'll go camping, but don't you dare call it my holiday. <laughs> So what is it about camping that you don't enjoy? Is it all of it? Is it that? Is it just specifically like outhouses not having showers? Is it? Yeah, it's dirty. It's showers. It's bathrooms. It's it's all the work, not just all the work while you're camping. You still got to cook and clean like you do at home without any lux- luxuries <laughs> to do it. But also all the work beforehand and all the work after cleaning up. But you like hiking. This is where I get stuck. You like hiking, though. Yes. But if I could just go hiking and not do the camping, I would be fine. Right. But that's what I mean. Like hiking, you still have to do all the prep work for hiking. You still have to drive out to wherever you're hiking in most cases. Yeah, but it... I mean, yeah, it's it's a little bit of work beforehand because especially if you're going to pack a lunch, but I mean, it's one lunch as opposed to five lunches, five suppers, five breakfasts, and then all the dishes that have to go with that. Camping is so much work. Do you remember when we went out to BC with Uncle Dan and Auntie Wendy, we all went camping? Oh, actually, and then- that was the best ever. <laughs> yeah, if I had to do camping, at least that's the way to do it. So my memory of that trip is we were so excited. You had bought, you know, those little tiny boxes of cereal where you can just open like the front of the box and pour the milk right in. Yes. Yeah. They bought these little tiny cute, just the cutest little boxes of cereal. And we were so excited because there was sugared cereal in there. Yeah. (laughs) And as kids, we got sugared cereal on like special occasions. So like sometimes on Christmas Eve, you would get a box of sugared cereal that you got to open and you could eat your sugared cereal or like, you know, if they went on like super sale, we'd get a box of sugared cereal, but it was always special occasions. Yeah. And it was usually something for the weekend. Like if you guys could have on the weekend, but not on a school night, a school day or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So we were stoked as all get out about this sugared <laughs> cereal that we're getting. boxes. <laughs> yes. And they were in, that's the thing, especially for me and my personality, these tiny, cute little boxes that are just to scale and you have a perfect bowl right there. It's just all, everything about these boxes of cereal were just, Lil Mac was just vibing with these boxes yeah. of cereals. And like, you guys were probably, like, you were probably like grade two-ish, mm-hmm. grade three-ish in that area, so... Yeah, it would. It was a big deal. So then, what happened to the boxes of cereal was raccoons. Somehow, I don't know how they got into the cereal, but they ate all the sugared cereal and left the plain Cheerios alone. <laughs> Do you remember this? I I don't remember the raccoons getting our food, but I do remember raccoons. Like we were on Vancouver Island, and we I definitely remember there was a problem with the with the raccoons and Dad and Uncle Dan were out there trying to <laughs> dissuade them. Yes, yeah. <laughs> so so the raccoons ate all the sugared cereal and they didn't even touch the plain Cheerios. I kid you not. This is my memory of this. I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure this is how it shook yeah, out. Yeah, I don't have any memory of it, so your memory is good enough for me. We'll have to <laughs> wait till Auntie Wendy comments on the YouTube video to yeah, get confirmation she'll know. of this. 
Yeah, so we're just so bummed out because so we were looking forward to this sugared cereal and then all we had was Cheerios for the rest of the trip, which like was fine. Like we were used to it, but I just remember being so excited about these tiny cereal boxes and being like, and there's even a box of Lucky Charms in there and Lucky Charms has marshmallows in it. And then the raccoons got to them before I could with their grubby little raccoon hands. Which I'm surprised, like I'll... Uh, I am curious to see how Auntie Wendy remembers because I'm surprised because that where the raccoons were was kind of the later part of our trip. So, so it could have been we had got some sugared cereal. Well, and I don't know, too. We could have got together as kids and thought, OK, let's eat all the regular cereal first and save the sugared cereal for the second part. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. I should actually I remember text her right now and ask her. We might even get a response before the end of the podcast, although we're very close to the end here. But yeah, so I don't I, I don't remember that specifically. I mean, that was a great trip as far as camping goes because there was four of us, four adults working together for it. And it was real nice because we, Dan and Wendy's uh, minivan and we borrowed someone else's long seat. So we were all in the van. We put two car top carriers on the van. Oh, nice. It was such a great memory having us all together doing this camping trip that it was it was just so good. I do remember that on the last night it rain it rained and like nobody was wanting to do any setup or <laughs> take down because it's pouring rain out and we just got like one hotel room and we all crashed <laughs> in one hotel room <laughs> on the last day. And it was great because, you know, we're such a great big family that um, it was such a great memory. I, I loved that camping trip. But yeah, it was, you know what? And it was a really, really fun camping trip. I remember having so much fun, but I just that the the strongest memory that's burned into my brain is those tiny, adorable boxes of cereal. Yeah. <laughs> But generally, I mean, later on, there was uh, different, like, church campouts or whatever. And, and I remember there was, I think there was one campout that that three out of five of us went to the campout. And the other two went to the campout during the day. And we went to a hotel at night. <laughs> that was yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> which two were involved in that? <laughs> well, me for sure. I agree with you. Camping, I, I really, I do enjoy camping, but it is a lot of work. But now I'm in like a camperized van. Yeah. And, and it is difference. so easy. So, so yeah, easy. Yeah, and I think, I think I could adapt to that a lot better. Because it's like you roll up and you open your door and you're set up, right? Like you've got your stovetop and stuff. So it's really just, you still have to do all the pre like grocery shopping, whatever. At the same time, like I feel like I could adapt to that better now than I could with three little kids in tow. Do you know, dad and I now. And so it's, yeah. um, I feel like we could, we could definitely adapt to that now. Just not then. It, it just was a lot. It was yeah. a lot of work. Fair enough. And uh, yeah, and it didn't help that one of your children, every time you took them camping, ended up in the hospital. <laughs> we won't say which one. It, it, I mean, <laughs> the struggle is real. <laughs> so basically, when I was a kid, if you took me camping, if you took me on like a field trip to anywhere windy or like very outside, I was sick for about a week afterwards. Yeah, generally even just going to camp even like we'd send you send you guys for a week of camp every year or mm -hmm. when we you know most years and uh it generally always resulted in them taking you to a hospital <laughs> at some point 
I I might occasionally stop breathing, but at least I don't get as carsick as the other two. Yes, this is true. Take the good, you take the bad. <laughs> yeah, and then on top of that, when you finally get done all that, you got one kid who's sick for the next week afterwards. I get why it wasn't a holiday for you, Mom, to be honest. I will say Mitch and I, we have a pretty good time camping oh, and just yes. hanging out and being buds. Yeah, that would be so great. Yeah. And you know what? That's a lovely place to leave it, I think. It is. You can find all our content at heymomheymac.com. We're across all social media at heymomheymac. And uh, you can write into us at heymomheymac at gmail.com. While while you're on the internet, why don't you go ahead over to aluminumlinings.com where my new book is out for pre-order. Books are shipping in September, but it's called When Death Runs in the Family. It's about Death's illegitimate child and how she tries to overthrow the underworld. It's a comedy. It's really light and fun, and I'm so excited to share it with you. And that's it. Bye, Mac. Bye, Mom. I just got a, sorry, sorry to come back at the end of the episode. I just got a text message from Auntie Wendy. Okay, I'm recording. <laughs> she said, they got into everything, but I believe the dry cereal was the easiest for them to chow down on. They were so noisy. Great memories. <laughs> so thank you, Auntie <laughs> Wendy. Auntie Wendy is now yes. our registered family historian, where any events, if they're disputed, we are going to go to her for that. <laughs> yes, and a great big shout out to, to Wendy. I love you. <laughs> Aw, they're best friends, you guys. Did you know they're best friends? So cute. Okay, see you next week. Bye. Okay, bye. Okay, see you next week. Bye. Okay, bye.